You're listening to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. Supreme Battletech nerdage of the 31st century. No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. We are Jade Falcon, great among the clans. We are warriors who fight with the strength of the falcon's claws and ascend to the heavens on the wings of the same. We remember with the clarity of falcon's sight the words of Kerensky. Through the smoke of time he speaks to us, his chosen, and urges us onwards with the promise of Eden. We shall retake what is ours by right, that shining jewel terror. Not the vastness of space, nor the wolf's obstinate howl shall stay us from our righteous goal. We are crusaders and will trample all who stand in our way. Brought to you by ClanJadeFalcon.com You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Guts No Galaxy MechWare Podcast number 45. My name is Phil, and I'm your hostess with the mostess. It's September 26, 2012, and my shout-out is going to go to the United States Marine Corps Gamers Association. Check them out. They're actually on our unit directory, and I all I want to say is Super Five brothers. Cool, so that means we have Marines together playing MechWarrior Online, correct? Oh, God. it's it's it's. I think someone in the Seawolves said it's sort of like the Seawolves plus another unit combined and more vulgar. It's it's great. I love it. Wow. Should be good. All right. My name is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and my shout-out today goes to Alex, our, uh, our own Scotsman. He has been helping me with editing over the last few days, and I just want to say a big thank you to him. Yes, I concur. And Brennan? Uh, hello. My name is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell, and I actually I want to apologize right now for the long shout-outs, but I have two special shout-outs. First special shout-out goes to Hespy Wraithgarb Spam, and along with his request for some UK loving, and also to Beaky Helmet of Kong Interstellar. You want to take a breath there? Uh, sure. Actually, funny story but, uh, with the first shout-out, I actually got a text from my friend, who I know in real life, who had someone ask if he knew me from the No Got No Galaxy podcast, so that's why I'm giving him the shout-out. Ooh, that's you awesome. celebrity. And Greg, who do you have tonight? I want to shout out to whoever leaked the Highlander pick. Blow that whistle, baby. Yeah, oh, 4chan. Brandon spotted that yesterday, and uh, we got it up on our website as much. And we'll be talking about that in a little bit. And George, do you have a shout out tonight? Well, I didn't until a second ago, but my shout out goes, 
this is going to sound redundant because of last week. My shout-out goes to Samuel Adams and their Oktoberfest beer. Oh, it is a lovely seasonal brew. And Cheers. There we go. I think it's going to be time for a October podcast. Oh, yeah. Mead, beer, ale, whatever you want to call it. I think uh, we I think have to do a drinking show in October. We have to. I think it's a law, actually. So we'd be breaking a law if not. But anyways, I'd like to say welcome to all of our live studio audience. Uh, got quite a bit here. And of course, to all of our new listeners, whether you're listening to us while driving to the road, working out, flying debris, <clears throat> or, uh, you know, just general, just turning in and getting some news. And it is time for the No Guts, No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3049. And now for the news. And the first thing I want to point out, because somebody in the live studio audience pointed out, is yes, we are indeed celebrating our one-year birthday uh, next month in October, the end of October. So we'll have something uh, special lined up for that. Are you looking for more members to increase the size of your MechWarrior unit? Or do you just want to flaunt your size? For your own unit sponsorship or recruitment ad, go to the donation page on our website at nogutsnogalaxy.net. Make a unit sponsorship donation of only $10, and your ad will be included in the following show. And speaking of the units, our unit directory is online, as we've mentioned before. Uh, Go there, and you can get your unit listed for free, um, or you can get a premium unit listing for $10, putting you at the top and in front of more eyes. You really need to be Johnny on the spot with these units. Indeed. Are you part of a unit participating in the upcoming MechWarrior Online, MechWarrior Living Legends, MechWarrior 4, Mega Mech, Tactics, or any other sort of Battletech MechWarrior related group? If so, reserve your spot on the No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach TeamSpeak 3 server today. Server information is located on our website. Once logged in, contact Phil, aka Sean Lang, and he'll get you all set up. The Schwang. All right, you said it. It's Schwang from now on. Better than Schlong. <laughs> My nickname? Yeah. This week in our international listener list, we have Russia at number five. Moving down one spot, number four, Canada. Come on, Brandon, get your get your, get your troops oh, rally there. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. New at number three, Sweden. Staying at number two, Germany, and holding the number one spot for like three or four weeks, Australia. And I will say, I actually talked to a few Swedes this past weekend, so... Um, you know, good on you. They, we've actually got a big listener base over there. So uh, there you have it. Well, some big news uh, this week, which is going to have some uh, hopefully very positive repercussions for the show. That is, Phil and myself are going to be working full time uh, from this point on on the podcast. Uh, this means that we are not going to be having any other sort of day job we're going to be putting all of our time every week into ng ng and uh various related content that we're going to be working on um we're very excited it's something we've been working to for a long time uh basically because we couldn't fulfill all of our uh you know hopes and dreams for the kind of content that we could bring you like the uh the book reviews and so forth and the only way we could do that is if we had more time to put towards it so we're taking a, a basically a, a leap of faith um, and uh, making that transition from a very part-time hobby to hopefully a full-time job of some sort. So what this means for you, other new content, stuff that we've been wanting to do for a long time, talked about all the time, and uh, 
we're super excited about this. This is this is the major. I mean, basically, if we're recording the podcast on Wednesday and putting it out on Thursday, that means we got a lot of days to do other stuff. So you're going to start seeing some of that uh, very shortly. Um, and uh, one of the projects that we are working on and very excited about is going to be actually a Battletech or MechWarrior comic strip that will be posted on our uh, website. And we're working with the famed uh, artist Rudy, a.k.a. Short Painter, to bring you this uh, comic strip. So this is going to be something, you know, it's it's going to be fun, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. What do you think, Phil? Yeah, I'm actually... This, this sort of rolls into one of our, our community spotlight, really, where I've had this idea. It really didn't sort of come to realization until I saw someone in the community, and he goes by Max Fightmaster, and he posts on the MWR section. And Max, uh, one of our guys, will link it real quick. Max uh, is doing these little, like, chibi uh, sort of sprite you know, sort of things. And he's got other stuff as well. Um, and if you haven't seen it, it's pretty funny, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to take these ideas and, uh, hopefully turn out something that's entertaining every week and, uh, and have some fun. So this is, that's just one of our ideas and one of the projects we're working on. There will be more and not all comedy related. Uh, but anyway, it, it's going to be a, a big move and more than ever, we're going to need your support to make it so that we can remain uh, full time with this and uh, be getting you our content on time every week. Um, so it's going to be good. Big things ahead. This week's community spotlight is uh, actually what uh, Phil was just talking about Max Fightmaster's artwork. So uh, we, we will link that up. Uh, it already was linked to our live studio audience. We'll have that in the show notes. Um, very cool artwork. I mean, it's very. Um, seems very relaxed and loose just kind of scribbled type stuff but uh some some funny stuff i like the 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 raven with the um gauss cannon yeah i think it's something that rudy will really be able to take some of the ideas that are going on in the mechware community it doesn't necessarily have to do with online it can be tactics it could be something that battletech fans you know urban mech love and all that but uh awesome work i really like his stuff i can't wait to see more and i love seeing the community really go out there and create works of art like this so simple they are but they really have a cool message behind them so i'm assuming the uh, raven artwork he does with the goss rifle maybe he's talking about uh some things in his um beta experience i have no idea so maybe it's a joke going on in the, the beta players yeah, and if you have ideas, I mean, we're working, we will be working hard every week to, to bring something relevant and uh, somewhat hilarious. But if you have ideas, send them in to us. Um, you know, you got all of our contact emails. So uh, that well, is that. You can always send it to spotlight at nogetsnogaxi.net for those yeah. who don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you got a community spotlight, please send uh, that to spotlight at uh, nogetsnogaxi.net. But also, yeah, if you got some comic strip ideas, send it there as well. As mentioned before, Mike and Gus in Southern Florida have joined forces and they're now doing tabletop games together, which I think is awesome. Not the mech. So if you are in the Southern Florida area or another state and you want to do a cool road trip, that'd be fun. Let's do that, Phil. Uh, Looking for a Battletech tabletop group? They will be at the Sunshine Adventure Gaming Store the first Sunday of every month. And at the Adventure Gaming Store, the fourth Sunday of every month. I wonder if, you know, those two stores uh, work together. It 
They're very familiar. Yeah, but I like the Sunshine Gaming Store a little bit. Really it's just kind of cheery. But then Adventure gives you, you know, that sense of adventure. But anyway, they'll be at uh, Adventure Gaming Store the fourth Sunday of every month. And they're also playing the Ga- Catalyst Game Labs, other tabletop game, Leviathans, on the second and third Sunday of every month. Contact Mike and Gus for more information, and their info will be available in our show notes, just like the current podcast has their info. And are you playing a tabletop game in your area and looking for more players, or do you want to start one? Uh, If so, we'd love to announce it for free. Email us at localgamesnogutsnogalaxy.net with your info, and don't forget to, to send us our pictures. You know, I really hope people start taking advantage of this, because I'd like to believe that there are more tabletop groups than just one in southern Florida. So uh, make use of this free service. We want to hear about it. Actually, I just got emailed by a, uh, a Jim, uh, Jim Morasso. I think hopefully I pronounced that right. He listens to the show. And he was talking about a Raleigh group. They're called the Knightly Order of the Fiat Lux or something like that. And they host a tabletop games of all sorts it's not just Battletech, but he said uh to check them out so that's something i'm going to be looking into and i might have to go to and uh, get some participation in the raleigh durham area of north carolina and if there's any other north carolina people out there in this area hit me up at sean lang no guts no galaxy.net and maybe we can uh, get things rolling you know i'm telling you what we have got to at some point do some kind of ngng Gathering. It's just got to happen. I'm feeling it more and more every month. As long as you're not getting a feeling in your pants, that's... It's, well, okay. it's for me to know. Yes, that's, a, that's a very important thing to do because it gives me an opportunity to wear my crazy Hawaiian shirts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See? if no, For no other reason. And there's nothing yeah. like meetups. I've gone to meetups for Eve a few times now, and it's just such a great experience to meet other people that you have that much in common with in terms of the same game, the same science fiction world that you love talking about. It's been going to science fiction conventions. Cool. Because you get to hang out with, with people and do things like that. But specifically, the game that you like and all these other people around you that are passionate about it, uh, it's just no no substitute. So, Or yes. you can meet people that think you're awesome and you don't know who you who they are and they come up and say i want your autograph man they pull down their shirt or they pull up their shirt and they want you to sign their chest or their boobs or their stomach and then it gets really awkward and gross i was following you right to the stomach part yeah in my head i'm gonna picture just all hot chicks don't don't ruin that (laughs) no it's never hot chicks okay it's exactly what these nerd gatherings are phil just a bunch of hot chicks Thank you. All right. All right. And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast. And you know what? I say this shit every week, and and maybe um, you know some of you uh, tune out when I'm saying it. I, I know I certainly can sometimes uh, because I've got it memorized. But the truth is, <laughs> this this is more important than ever. Um, Phil and I are forsaking any sort of logical responsibility uh, to pay our bills and and take care of our families um, to bring this to you like uh, we've never done before Um, and so more than ever this really is brought to you by you if you want this to continue uh, we need your support and and you know I say and pays for such things as hosting and team speak three well those price those costs are going up for us we're getting more and more traffic to our website all the time we're moving to a new host as i've mentioned uh, which costs more money team speak we just had to go to the maximum amount of team speaks 
space available with our current host. Uh, we're looking into um, the possibility of having to get our own dedicated machine because of the numbers we're going to be dealing with. So our costs are going up, and uh, and we really do need the support and the help. So please check out our donations page, which includes recurring donations, unit sponsorships, George Ledoux ads, and so forth. Um, and just real quick, I want to touch on the T-shirt issue. Um, if somebody can link uh, the rifleman picture there. We did say we were going to be moving to something that was going to be a lot more accessible and uh, convenient for everybody. However, we got a test copy of the t-shirt with the rifleman picture, and basically it just was not up to the quality that we wanted. And we're not going to sell you t-shirts for 30 or 40 bucks and have them be um, you know, a ten dollar, fifteen dollar. Yeah, we're I mean, not basically, sell you shit. we're not going to. And this is uh, a major pain in our ass uh, because I, this t-shirt, the whole t-shirt dilemma or, or situation has been um, difficult to say the least. But we are scouring every single day, and I'm I mean that literally for a t-shirt manufacturer to provide what we need, the quality we need, and a price that we can afford. And we are going to get that set up. Um, there are some outstanding orders. You will be getting your T-shirts, I promise you. Um, we're not just taking the money and run. For one, it's not enough money to run. Uh, but if it were, we still wouldn't be running. Uh, we are going to get these T-shirts made up. We are super excited about this product. Um, and it's something that uh, it's going to be a huge relief when we find out, you know, find the situation that's going to work. But it, it is we are expediting this in every way possible. And My wa- for those who those who have never really messed with T-shirts, the the normal screen uh, process basically it's called screen printing. That's what you normally get when you go and get T-shirts made. But the problem with screen printing is uh, you usually do it in bulk orders. Uh, as you know, most places they do like a fifty. Well, if it's ten bucks a shirt, I mean you can do the math. So it's one of those things where, um, you know we want you guys to help out with that. And then in turn, you know, we'll be able to get the t-shirts and we're going to be looking at uh, other things to, to help out. So, uh, you know, if you can help out and that's the road we're going to, because green printing actually is the best route to go. We were actually just hoping for something that would be easy, but obviously life is never easy. So. Yeah. You get what you pay for. Um, so we are, we, we will have this sorted as soon as possible and, and, and hopefully behind us so that people can just order shirts and be happy. Uh, I know it'll certainly make me happy and my wife, who I've recruited into helping us uh, find a solution as well. Thank you, Rebecca. Indeed. And that is the news, Phil. All right, moving on to Mech of the Week. Your vote, your choice. <laughs> And now, this week's Mech of the Week. All right. You guys voted, and it turned out to be the Spectre. Now, the Spectre is actually a pretty unique-looking mech just in general. Um, Really, all we have is two pictures. Uh, That's the original TRO artwork and then one other of the 5F in action. It's almost the exact same camera angle, too. It's like the side... uh, but anyways, side boob. some info on the battle mech for those who have never used it. It's a 35 ton. So in the same ballpark as the Jenner and the Panther, uh, it's actually got quite a loadout on it. Large laser, two medium lasers, a small laser and an ECM suit, much like the Raven. 
it tops out at 118, though obviously if it had a bigger engine, it would probably go a little bit faster. And uh, it's got quite a bit of armor um, for its size, too. It's, a, it's right there where it's almost a medium, but it's top of the, the light chart. So have you guys actually ever used this in, in a tabletop or Mega Match or anything like that? A Mega Match. Uh, I have not used a Spectre, and honestly, the first thing I thought when you said Spectre earlier uh, this afternoon was uh, Duncan Fisher, because he yes! says Spectre over and over and over Spectre again. Spectre is <laughs> in the house. That's was exactly what I was just thinking, man. Spectre yeah. was in Mech Warrior 4. He was Spectre should have been piloting a Spectre, but anyway, no, I have not uh, played one myself. I am not very familiar with it. I have not used it, but I remember looking at it fondly. Uh, back when I had the TRO books. And I like it for many of the same reasons that you like the Wolfhound. It's got a very similar build, but it's a little faster with a little bit less like armor and firepower. But that ECM suite is kind of cool. Yeah, I've actually never used this. Um, I think it's just one of those things where maybe I just have never branched out and looked at other you know mechs out there. Like, hmm, I wonder. But uh... I, There's so many mechs so many mechs i think we all kind of tend to fall back on some that we uh, have used we know or we like and it's hard to branch out and try new ones um Hold on. can i can i intercept intercede right here uh we just had a live studio audience member uh carnage this is his first time listening and he had no idea george was actually duncan fisher and he was like oh, oh, good impersonation <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so lifelike Yes, and Carnage takes a Gauss rifle hit to the face, and he's down, <laughs> and he's down really bad. Oh, my goodness, he's going down and down and down. Okay, oh, this guy's this guy's George, cracking me up. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. That's right. When you listen to No Guts, No Galaxy, you get the Duncan Fisher. One of the things uh, for the Spectre, uh, Spectre is originally the design had the stealth armor, uh, the null signature system. Um, yeah, it feels so like obviously... there's almost two different versions of the Spectre just reading from the stuff here. Like there's there's the pre, there's the Star League era one, and then there's the one after, which seems to be all, with most things, Star League uh, era uh, degraded all the hell. Yeah, yeah, well, the ECM suit, you know, it's one of those things that it's supposed to be like bulky cumbersome like i mean the whole uh, raven chassis is built around just the ecm suit so again just like you said brandon it was really some a different mech totally but then now it's basically you, know, you can see where technology um the fed sons and their um what is it the science uh god what is that uh new avalon uh institute of science i think that's the correct term anyways yeah they're rediscovering a lot of the lost tech, which, of course, Comstar, in uh, unbeknownst, is hating because, uh, you know, they're trying to control the tech that gets brought back in. But actually, I'm going to try this mech out um, next time. So I'm wondering if we're going to see it in tactics. That would be really cool. It'd be really nice to see it in tactics. Mmm, tactics. I'm going to be interested to see how the ECM effects are going to be working on MWO. That's one thing that they haven't really put in and haven't really talked a lot about, but uh, I just, I love ECM in Battletech. I like messing with people's sensors and stuff, and I can't wait for toys like that. And being I able agree. To, like, trick people and... Yeah, and I think brain. that's going to make, um, you know, certain mechs, like, for example, the Raven, 
uh, a much different ball game uh, as far as MWO goes. So I'm totally looking forward to that stuff as well. And, um, you know, if they they bring in the Spectre, it'd be nice to get the Star League model. Yeah, and you can see just from the variants, it actually doesn't have a whole lot, and it's all energy-based. So this is actually a really interesting mech, just in general. The ST actually has mask um, for those, so it'll even go even faster. It's like another 20 kph, so, you know, or no, another almost 30 uh, kph. So It could run forever. Yeah, yeah, well, until it overheats and dies, but, you know... Um, really cool mech it's supposed to basically be a uh light command mech killer goes around and, and that's its job it's one of its primary roles so got a lot of firepower decent amount of speed then well it'd be really cool to see in uh tactics and mech online but yeah i'm definitely going to give this try uh next mega mech mega mech match mega mech mega, match mega match let's yes sir to it all right, moving on to community questions. Not as many, obviously, because we had Brian Ekman on last uh, last week. A ton of people were asking questions. And don't worry. Yes, we will have other Piranha and Roadhouse Acronym Games mem- uh, members, dev team members on the show. Yeah, I mean, it's basically uh, we're going to be, again, since we're going to be doing this full time, uh, a lot of our time is going to be uh, involved in getting special guests on the show more often you know it'd be ideal to have a special guest every week so uh, we're going to do as much as we can and we've already been talking with IGP about getting more um, acronym and prana uh, devs and, and uh, personalities on the show because uh, obviously that's popular and uh, and we enjoy it as well so it will be happening and one of the first questions is from Telecles and he says Will we at least get some of the recent mechs in MWO, or are they just going to skip them altogether, the recent and unseen, and keep from having to deal with the possible liability problems? Now, you know, I feel Telecheese's pain. Telecles, you mean? Oh, what did I say? I just, wow, hold on. We have that on record. I just corrected <laughs> you about it. Again. Oh. Damn first. I will say that with... The whole Harmony Gold in the past, I really don't think it's a problem. I think what we will probably eventually see all of the mechs we've seen, you know, all the Marauder, the Warhammer, all of those, the Locust, I mean, basically everything. Uh, you got to think, too, it's sort of split. You've got the Macross, Robotech designs, the Unseens, which is the Marauder, Warhammer, uh, Rifleman, and Archer. Then you have the Dugram, which is the Shadowhawk, Locust, um, what is it? Griffin, uh, Wolverine. Those aren't an issue, I don't think. I have a feeling we will see them before we see the Macross ones. And I would actually like to see some of those. I mean, when's the last time we've seen a Locust? I mean, in a Battletech uh, online game. When? when? When's the last game? I don't know that it ever went in. Uh, it was in the Crescent Hawks. Other than, um, I know it was in multiplayer Battletech on AOL. Oh, yeah, that's right. But you have a design there. I mean, it was basically the fastest thing on in the Inner Sphere until the I think the Mongoose came out. So you've got the Locust, the Shadowhawk. The Shadowhawk wasn't in uh, MechWarrior 4, unless uh, MechTech included in the, the Mech Packs, right? Does anybody know if the Shadowhawk in our lives do do? Okay, they, someone says they added it. So I think we'll see the Unseens and the Reseen ones, but on top of that, they're all going to look different because FD is going to touch them. You know, I'm a huge uh, 
supporter of the unseen. I mean, that's that's my history is all the unseen mechs. But I have come to um, a point with MechWarrior Online where if they don't come uh, soon or even if they don't ever come, I will be able to deal with that. Basically, FD's art has opened my eyes to a lot of mechs that I haven't really even considered before. And he's doing such a, an amazing job with the mechs that uh, I'm super happy with the mechs that we have available. And uh, basically, the Unseen, if they ever do come, that'll just be icing on the cake. Well, didn't Brian talk a little bit about this last episode? Hey, he talked about the license. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Yes, the license. That's Sorry, I thought it was the uh, Unseen Reseen thing. No, and that, that's a question. Maybe we can actually get some direct, um, you know, maybe, maybe if we can get Ross on the show or... Uh, you know, to talk oh. about that specifically. All right. The next question is uh, from Strudel, aka Hellman. He uh, he's in the uh, Australian uh, component. Jesus H. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what they're. Look at it, Australasian Royal Mechanized it's Division. It's Australasian. Australasian. It's hilarious. Anyway, Australasian. Australasian Armored Corps or whatever it is, and I A said Galapi, Galapoli. <laughs> take your pick it's uh his question is and by the way strudel yo strudel yo strudel he's, he's one of our old uh wie members but uh we're all like you know u.s time zone he'd be all by himself so glad i'm glad he's probably and a, and a pretty active supporter of the podcast if i may say so yeah he so he's always in there for us and he asked go hey guys, strudel I was just wondering if you thought about placing the podcast up on iTunes at like a dollar, as well as free, um, as well as free, so those who want to donate as well could download it for a buck. And I actually replied to this, and basically, um, you I told them that... to screw off. Basically, no. I yes, didn't. we're in the habit of telling our uh, financial supporters to fuck off. Oh yeah. wait, no, I've got you confused with somebody else. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was reading. Never mind, Phil. I'm sorry. Go right, right ahead. Um, and one of the things I said was basically that all all of our content, especially the podcast, uh, I feel like it should be free. Um, we've never had a community like this. We've never had, at least that I'm aware of, a podcast that's doing as much and bringing the like. We've never had that. And I don't feel like charging anybody. And so, basically, if you want to donate, just go do go donate uh we even set it up to where you can do reoccurring donations so you know just five bucks a month i I think strudel is doing that um more out of the he wants to help us out and have other people pay a dollar he's donated and um and he knows how to do it and and he's been extremely generous uh with us um but yeah the podcast is always going to be free unless some crazy thing happens to change that which i don't anticipate at all uh we want to get as much content to our listeners as possible for free um and and we're pretty adamant about that but that's also why we need your support it's like the free to play market free to listen it's like you guys free to ignore <laughs> well you know hey it happens how do you yeah, pay to win on a podcast week. you ever paid attention to how i respond to things okay never mind you all right george <laughs> george needs a no. hug <laughs> I think I think no. I heard his I think I heard his villains when someone was like, "Hey, good impersonation." <laughs> yeah, I was listening to that podcast that you guys posted today, where the, someone said, "Oh, George is depressed." Oh, you haven't heard me. Do- <laughs> you haven't heard me. 
impressed. I thought I was pretty damn vocal during that particular episode because Darren wasn't there. I, I felt like I had to fill in because Darren it's wasn't right. there. So someone had well, to I appreciate be that, Phil's foil. The house does not feel the same when Mama No, Bear the house does there. not because, because Phil would not stop talking. And if I, if I didn't keep cutting in, <laughs> Phil would have been the entire podcast. We can't have that. No, we cannot have that. Gotta control yeah, nobody Phil. wants that. No, nobody. So uh, we're going to move on to um, any live studio questions. Does anybody in the live studio audience have a question? Zudekai, go ahead and unmute your mic and ask away. I don't know if he has a mic. I think he's... Uh, he just typed his question already. He says, how are the clans going to be integrated into MWO? And what about the non-invasion clans? Are we going to be influencing the lore to that extent? Wow, this is... Uh, I don't think we've had a question about the non-invasion clans yet. No, but we've had questions about the clans, and it's definitely a, a speculation. Um, they have mentioned that uh, you will be able to play the clans later on for those who are wanting to, so they have said that. I would assume when they say the clans, they'll have more than just, you know, the ones, the lower ones. I'm assuming they'll also have player-created player, uh, created clans, too. I mean, unless... Uh... What they'll probably do, much like they're doing for the factions, they're going to have... Uh, because they have already a system where there's, say, a Federation, son, Federated Sons, they have a Dragonus Combine, they have a House Leo Forces, you can sign on to these different houses and fight for their nation already. Or you can do the Merc thing, uh, where you're controlling planets, allegedly, when Community Warfare comes out. So I imagine what they'll do is have a similar system, but where you're signing up for the clan forces. And if you can create player units within the clans, I imagine it will be you're creating a galaxy or creating a cluster rather than creating an entire clan of your own. Yeah, and I figure what's going to happen is you'll just be able to switch. Um, I, I think at that point in time, you know, the news will go out and say, hey, uh, you know, here's the time where if you're a current player, you can switch to being a claner, and at which point you get to pick your clan and whatnot and go from there. I think it'll just be just like the um, houses where, for the most part, the clans that are invading, obviously we know the direction they're going and we know sort of the general path they create. As far as the other clans, I don't see why they wouldn't let you participate. I mean, that would be pretty restrictive of basically having... Uh, the the smoke jaguar smoke jaguars the um, jade falcons the wolves and the ghost bears so that sort of negates all the other clans so I have a feeling they'll let you be the steel vipers or you know clan mongoose or whatever or they all right start out with a few and then spread out later but you brought up an interesting question Phil when they make this introduction. Will experienced players be able to swap over, or will you have to start from scratch? I think they'll let you start over. Start over. I mean, just be able to swap because that would be pretty, be pretty harsh. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where the benefits are you, you'll be able to buy clan tech, um, and it'd be a lot cheaper. I mean, so you know, I don't know. That's, I mean, do we know for a fact that? It, it, for example, like EVE Online, you're able to have multiple characters on the same account. From early videos we've seen of, for example, for when we had Paul go through the mech lab, it looked like there was a spot for multiple profiles in the mech lab that you could select from. So maybe you'd be able to have 
either two different account or two different uh, profiles on the same account. So one could be Inner Sphere and the other one could be Clan. You could just swap between the two. Oh, it'd be really cool finding out a little bit more about that, to be honest. But they haven't really said much to the planetary, which would also include obviously the the clan invasion. Um, as far as like time frame, they actually just had like their second sort of clan precursor it was talking about a uh, a jump ship that went missing. And obviously, if you know the BattleTech lore, uh, obviously the Felon Cal going missing, and then obviously the jump ship. So. Obviously. We need to move on to some more questions, so I'm going to just uh, go ahead and do that. Our next question comes from our newly uh, illuminated listener, uh, Carnage Mark II. If you have a mic, go ahead and unmute, and you can ask away. I have a mic, actually, and several questions, but I'll make them, no, I'll ask one. I'll come back later for the others. Thank you, sir. Um, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, do we have developers here? We do not have developers today. Okay, then I'll hold those. Um, uh, uh, George, uh, my question is for you. Oh, dear. Yes, sir. <laughs> Get ready. Um, what is your favorite mech, man? Mine personally or Duncan yes. Fisher's? Because yes, mine personally is the urban mech because it gets no love. No shit. It don't, does it? No, it don't. And Phil hates it, so obviously <laughs> I reason enough. focus on it completely. Really? What's Duncan Fisher's, if you don't mind? Duncan's is the Uziel. Uh, yeah, okay. God that knows about right. who knows reason, but yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you, Carnage. Thank you, guys. Uh, Boo, who was next? We're saying who the next question was. Uh, we've got Live Sunder. Live Sunder, go ahead and unmute and ask away. Lives under bridge. <laughs> Live Sunder. So, in 3050, the Dracos Combine releases a C3. Do you think we'll see that in-game? And how would you guess that that one's going to be handled if they do? I'd like to build mm. that. You wanna... Go, go. Yeah. Um, whether or not it'll be explicitly the C3 or not, I'm not sure. But when they were talking about uh, modules and role warfare, there was definitely stuff coming from DevPost. I don't have links on hand, obviously. But... Um, talking about things where you could relay information from a scout to the commander and have that information appear on their map or have that uh, that information contribute to say a quicker not lock exactly but you know if you were to put your reticle over the target and start to get information about it it would accelerate that process if your scout already has that information so I think we'll have a lot of C3-like effects coming through in this module warfare stuff. Yeah, and for those that don't know, C3 is basically uh, computer systems that are on each battle mech. And you have a C3 controller that's on you know, the command mech. And at any given time, um, information is being relayed from those uh, you know, mech warriors and battle mechs to the commander so he can see stuff like radar, information. I mean, pretty much the... The information could be, I mean, use your imagination, you could do a ton of stuff, but obviously you could see where C3 technology with radar, being able to to, to understand what's in the vicinity of your um, your unit, but then also uh, you got to think of what the status of they are, how quickly that information, how far it can go out. I mean, so I'm actually pretty interested to see how MWO tackles, whether it is a module whether it's a piece of equipment, um, you know, obviously we have yet to know, 
but uh, they'll they'll incorporate it somehow, and uh, it's actually a good good piece because how most MechWarrior games have tackled what well, is everyone has radar. You can see basically whatever's in your radar scheme, but the problem with that is is what happens when your friendlies are outside your thousand meters, or you know. Whereas with MWO, they're not doing that type of radar system, so it adds another layer of complexity, in my in my opinion. And we have differing differing opinions. C three either stands for uh, command control computer or command and control computers, or command control communications. One or the other. Sarna.net, baby. Yep. And uh, we're going to move on to the final question. If he remembers his question, Row, uh, you got a question? If so, unmute and ask. Um, I follow the podcast, but I, I don't really follow the community that closely. Have you guys ever considered, or would you ever consider, hosting like events, like maybe tournaments on tactics, where you guys actually uh, comment, commentate on the tournaments as they're happening? That would love to be a part of and to listen to that as I watch it happen. I will say, Ro, um, stand by for the future. <laughs> the answer is say. fuck yeah and stand by. Alright, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for your question. Alright, we can All right, move on. moving on to <laughs> MechWare Online specifically, then uh, we'll move on to tactics and then a new section of the podcast. Yes, new section. Alright, we've got MechWare Online, we've got the Screenshot 19. What were your guys' thoughts about Screenshot 19? I love every single week, so... So you're saying that you're not going to give any feedback on Screenshot Night? You just love it, I and that's hear it. You. Well, Tell me it's, about you it's the Raven, and I, you know, it's uh, it's a beautiful screenshot. It 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 doesn't have all the uh, the the HUD display type stuff on there, so it's a nice uh, image. And I think they did a damn fine job of the Raven, so I like it. It looks majestic. It's a very beautiful picture, and I actually, I'm not going to lie, I like the machinery behind the Raven a little bit more. It's just neat. Liar. Shh, shh, shh. Calm down, Bob. It's it's neat seeing other pieces of the BattleTech universe being uh, portrayed in the game as well. And it's not just the mechs, but also other parts of the lore, such as other machinery, vehicles, whatnot. What do you think that machinery is back there? Uh, probably, if I had to take a guess, I would want to say one of the mech loaders. Yeah, it does. It does look pretty cool, doesn't it? Boy, we're the... we're sitting here talking about the background more than the mech. No, the mech, what I think is really interesting is, one, flying debris design on paper brought to you, and there's just something about it, you know? It's, it's, I, I think it looks awesome. It's um, beautiful. You know, and yeah, that's, I really, I really don't know what else to say other than I like it. I like it. Hey, uh, the next thing is actually pretty exciting. PC gamer, huh? Are, are you specifically top, talking about the skin for the Atlas and the coconut bobblehead? Is that I am. And also the fact that we're talking about PC Gamer. Because I believe it's the episode I'm editing now. You pretty much say that uh, magazines don't matter anymore. That nobody pays attention to them. Um, and everybody that's anybody just looks at all their content on the internet. So I just wanted to make that point real quick, too. Because that's only because Phil cannot afford to buy <laughs> a subscription to a magazine. You and I, Darren. We're as, so rich. You know, we're wealthy. We can afford PC Gamer. Well to do, you know, mech fans. We have. Anyway, <laughs> I said that I think everything's going electronic, but the use of tablets and basically having that right there instead of having to go out and purchase and waste materials, you will see electronic forms in newspapers 
yeah, magazines, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll see the, the physical form go out the door. But PC Anyways. Gamer already has a digital version. But I, I love the smell of my PC Gamer. I know you do. All right, also, you've got... Uh, uh, the cool thing is basically what they're doing is you can subscribe to PC Gamer, get that issue, uh, issue, and you get a basically a free MechRail 9 skin, which actually looks pretty badass in my opinion. And then with it, you get a coconut bobblehead. Huh. So this is not is this pretty as much good as a hula girl, but you know. Yeah, not... the, this is pre hula girl, right? Because we haven't seen besides the uh, the video any this is hula girl online beta. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. All right, so this is Hula Girl Beta. Cool. All right, then we've got the 10-ton hammer beta keys. Basically, if you register for the 10-ton, uh, basically, you can get a beta key, get into the beta. And there's actually a lot of these going up. Um, I also saw, a, uh, I think, a Zune one, uh, pretty much every major uh, gaming you know, as far as news agency is getting these. The, I was looking online. I forgot to put them in our notes. But there's a ton of them out there, and they're legit. Um, they're not just like, oh, well, you know, you have to buy and the subscribe. No, it's it's legit. So then we've got the wallpaper, which this is actually a really cool wallpaper. It's of a catapult standing on the ridge. And you can see one of its missile door flaps open, which I think is added aesthetics. That's really cool. I don't know how that would be for functionality, whether like those missile covers actually give you more armor protection to the missiles. Um, if it. You know, would it delay you firing? I mean, stuff like that. Can you flip them open and they stay open and then you can close them? I'd like to find out more info about that. But this is on the Frozen City. It's a pretty cool picture. I love the sun glare and everything. I think it really brings to life what they're trying to capture with that particular map. I wonder if you could use those missile hatches as like your um, physical attack. You know, walk up to a mech and open your hatch onto them. <laughs> Slap. Otherwise, a catapult can't punch, you know. It's a great motivator for your team. You just give them a little slap on the back before they head That's out. That's right. Slap an atlas on the ass. Go team. <laughs> good game. Good game. All right. And one of the biggest things this week, if you have not seen it and if you don't know. Breaking news. The Highlander. Yes. In the PC Gamer magazine, they give you a picture of the upcoming Highlander. What? It's crazy. They didn't even post it on their website. They haven't posted it on Facebook. Boom. It's right there for you guys it's there the people are going crazy over this people love the highlander and i don't think it's just for the dfa aspect the thing the highlander was always such a cool mech but it had the worst art it just looked hideous no the torso upwards was fine the leg set was totally ass backwards i have no idea how the original like thought process on how it would move and blah blah it was like the craziest crap ever and whoever made those leg sets, you're wrong. But the really cool thing about this is you'll be able to jump jet one of the salt mech. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> Giggity. Hey, George, can you give us a Scottish There Can Be Only One? There can be only one! <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so anyways, now this hasn't been confirmed uh, that it'll be in-game, but it's in the magazine. So anyways, it's news basically before they release the full-blown news to everyone else. So there well, you have I mean- it. This was floating around for, what, about a day and a half now? And they they had a chance to own up to it today, but they didn't. Something something else. They released the flea instead. That's yeah, uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, speaking of the flea, even Mech-16 was released today. How good is this flea? It is flea-licious. Have you seen the TRO art and just how 
Yes. It is. It's like a box with legs. That's that's what the Mech Commander 2 version looked like, too. It was literally the box with legs. And someone actually created a post and was like, I'm so confused. The locust, uh, the, the flea looks like a locust. And I'm like, the flea looks like a flea. Look at the Mech Warrior 4 artwork for the flea. It's almost exact, you know, with FD's touch. I think it looks, looks awesome. And It looks like the locust and the raven had hot, passionate sex. <laughs> <laughs> and the fruits of their passion were borne out into the flea. And I'm taking a look at the armament. Yeah, I'm going to be riding. And i got to tell you, um, as much as I love the artwork, and I always do, uh, yes, I am a fanboy of uh, FDs, um, it's the story, actually, that got me on this one because I just get uh, very excited at the thought of um, light mechs being uh, used. and Yeah, being useful and being used and and, uh, dominating the larger mechs. I love that idea. Wait, you're not bringing in your own personal life into this whole thing, right? Never, George. Oh, okay, good. One thing that I'm, I'm a little concerned about <laughs> on that is I've heard from the MWO devs a couple times that they're really beefing up armor and decreasing weapon damage, so I'm curious as to how light mechs are going to have that kind of impact where they're ripping off assault mech arms and all that stuff. It's all in the coordination, in my opinion. If you've got somebody calling targets and even calling uh, you know, locations on those targets, it, it, you can do devastating work. I mean, I've seen it happen with running with Phil and our groups. Um, it's, it's just, to me, that's what it's all about. And uh, I, I love that idea of um, coordination and teamwork uh, winning over tonnage. Yeah, we- Can one of you guys give a quick rundown for me, who's an idiot, what these guys, these fleas, have for weapons? Now You're looking at two medium pulse lasers, a flamer, and two small lasers in the standard variant. Oh, okay. a flamer, and that's And it goes 97 kph with mask, though, because 129. It's a very quick little fellow, isn't it? Yes. Very fast, with a nice little bite, and uh, in the right hands, and that's not mine, I'm not a light pilot, uh, super deadly. I mean, I've seen uh, light pilots uh, just rip apart the bigger mechs. Um, Look at and, uh, when we were playing MWL, and the ability, I mean, next thing you know, you're getting shot from the rear, and obviously you turn around, it's like an ONC that just crept up behind you, unloaded, now it's gone. And that's how I see a lot of these light mechs, is they need to know the role. Obviously, a, a flea going up against a heavy or an assault probably isn't the best thing. But if that assault and heavy's attention is focused elsewhere, then yes, that would be a perfect opportunity to get in there. And well, whether or not you take out the mech, but just to be able to take off some of that armor or you know hit their internals, then you run off. I mean, you've succeeded, right? Yeah. One and, thing and... I really love about the flea, <laughs> I'm reading up on the Sarda. This is just fantastic. The small lasers are rear-mounted. So it can literally drive by and then shoot you in the back from its back. And that is just amazing. Which, by that picture, doesn't look like they're having the backward facing. And I think they've actually Still brought... Still cool. They brought that up in uh, a Q&A asking... Someone was asking about rear... Um, and they basically said that it would just be a engineering nightmare. And they really didn't see where it could be fit in properly. So obviously, even Mac 4 did that to where you all stuff was facing forward. So... And the most important thing when you're used to maybe piloting heavy mechs is that um, these light mechs are absolutely hit-and-run uh, material, unless, again, of course, the bigger mech is 
100% focused on somebody else and you're just sitting behind them. But what you don't want to do in a light mech, if you're used to piloting a larger mech, is run up, plop yourself right in front of some heavier assault, and try and have a punching match. Um, that's where I fail. So, uh, But yeah, it's a beautiful mech and it's going to be a nice addition to the game, I'm sure. All right. What are your guys' speculation about when the closed beta is going to open beta? Because I've started to hear some rumors. Do you, have you guys heard anything, or do you have anything to speculate when exactly it's going to be going open beta? Um, I've heard October 3rd. I've heard October 9th. I'm probably going to go out and say around October 9th, because uh, if I remember correctly, that's when PC Gamer hits the shells. So... And it's going to have codes in the magazine, so it's going to be like, well, just buy a magazine and get in the beta. So why but not just open the beta? it's still closed beta, right? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, because they say, I mean, you can get this, but in the in the magazine, doesn't it say closed beta? I do not know. I don't have scans of the magazine yet, because that's illegal, and I would never do that. <laughs> I'm going to say probably the end of October, beginning of November. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that out there. Alright guys, that was it for MechWare Online. MechWare Tactics, they had a Reddit AMA uh, last week. Now, the transcript is actually quite long, so what we'll do is we'll send it to you. The cool thing is, is there's a lot of information here. Um, Brandon, did you get to read most of this? Um, I, a bit that of means it. No. I got about halfway through. This is the uh, standard, uh, Brandon, can you give us any highlights please? Because we don't want to read the whole thing right now. Well, no, I actually started reading through it um, when we got it. The thing with uh, it is... Then it is... the words got too big, and he got no. all screwed up. <laughs> no. Multisyllable. One of the Sorry, dude. Uh, one why don't of you the... guys say unit, and I'll shut up? Unit. <laughs> Ice! Uh, one glug, of the glug. questions that I actually liked was from uh, Big Damn Heroes, and he was talking about the targeting and tracking systems, uh, such as, for example, almost like in the tabletop, uh, weapon loadouts and whatnot. And the response was that basically they're going to try to use a basic set of rules for MechWarrior Tactics and then tweak them as the game goes onward so that game sensors and modules and whatnot will actually become a, uh, a factor to gameplay. Another Which question. Is interesting. If we're, if we're talking like somewhat tabletop-ish gameplay, semi-quasi-table-ish top gameplay, I mean, the tabletop was odd where you could always... If you were sitting across the table from someone, you knew where his mechs were. You you knew all that. So if we're talking sensors and radar and stuff like that, is it going to be more like uh, enabling Mega Mech Fog of War? Or... So you're saying like uh, in Mega Mech there's a advanced options to where if they're not in your line of sight, they actually disappear. And exactly. And the, the way that um, ECM works is if you're not in line of sight, uh, you won't pick up those targets on radar. I mean, that's how it works. So that would exactly. actually be I mean, really cool. The biggest example I can remember is when we had that Mega Mech game and we had Fog of War turned on and I hit my I hit my Widworth uh, right in that little crevice and you guys walked by and it was hilarious. Another uh, question that was uh, asked is when Tactics takes place and they're actually doing a quite early 3,025. So one of the things that pops out to me is one, the amount of tech that will be there and the amount of expansion that the game could have, um, you know, going from 325. Um, obviously it's quite long and we, we can't cover it all. That would be an entirely different show, but give it a read, check it out. A lot of cool info. And one, it's really cool that they're doing it and it's a public thing. You know, I mean, these guys every, I mean, almost every week they're coming out, Hey, what do you want? You know? So 
We have the awesome turnaround. The I think this thing looks badass. I have to agree with you. It looks awesome. I I really enjoy it. I think it's a really good. I compared to some of the. I, I don't like being critical of people and their art style and whatnot, but compared to some of the other mechs we've seen before, I think this is a really nice uh, uh, mech that was done, especially in the 3D turnaround. Yeah, I agree on that one. It looks more ground. I mean, we've often made negative comments about Mech Warrior Tactics sort of cartoony take on mechs, but this one looks like something you'd expect to see in a battlefield with a stuffer well, paint job, admittedly, they're not, but still. They're not going for realism, and I think I've said this, is they're going for a stylistic approach. You know, when you see their videos, the trees, the, the and terrain and stuff, they're not going for that uber photorealistic Battlefield 3 Mech War Online experience. They're going for something that's representative of a turn-based genre, stylistic as it is. And me personally, I'm going to go out again and say I'm I'm almost looking forward to tactics as much as I am online. Why? It's because I am such a huge tabletop fan and the ability to play, but play a match quicker than it would be in the tabletop. Now am I saying just get rid of tabletop no i'd actually love to be able to hook up and play tabletop with some of the the populace around here but it's a different experience you know you can have a beer and stuff we literally what a year and a half two years ago darren we would sit down and play mega mech and we said you know what if someone just made this game in a 3d environment and you just saw the firing go back and forth and then move in and run in and stuff but you still it's based on the tabletop how awesome would that be it's like somebody was listening to us. Genius. Genius. Yeah, I mean, what I think they're going for is, like you said, it's not uh, photorealistic. It's not supposed to be uber, um, you know, exact to... Anyway, what I think they're going for is something more fun. And a fun style, a fun look, and a fun place, uh, you know, playing the game. Um, not that MWO is not going to be fun, but I just think this is a total different monster. Um and I completely concur that I am looking forward to this as much as MWO. This, these two games are going to be taking up we, a lot of my time. We had a question from uh, God's War, and he asked, will Tactics be able to play on a PC uh, or on a tablet or vice versa? This is actually a really good question because, um, and maybe I need to post this on the forums, but really think about this. It's a, it's a turn-based game. So what's preventing you from playing on a tabletop or a, a tablet? Or imagine one of those touch screens, like a big 50-inch touch screen, and it was like we yeah. flat. We were drooling over this idea. Can you imagine where it would be, you literally have your beer right there, and you could be touching and interacting, and everything's going on. It would just be basically a tabletop turn, turn into... I would have no life. That's what would happen. It would turn into me having no life. I'd be sitting there with my big... Uh, desktop computer not a desktop computer but a desk surface computer and uh i'd be involved all day in this shit so and maybe i need to post that idea and then so if any uh, hardware uh giant companies wish to develop something uh you might want to take a <laughs> take a look yeah. at the mech work microsoft if you're listening no but i think you yeah right that's play gonna it. happen on tablets because especially the windows based tablets as long as you have a browser and it can have the unity um the plugin i'm sure you'll be able to play it um, so i heard also, uh i heard bill gates listens to the ngng podcast not steve jobs though. um but chubby shea steve jobs is dead i wasn't going to say anything <laughs> oh, 
market. That He's was not listening point, to anything guys. anymore. Oh, the that was the point. Oh, 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 excuse us. You ruined it, George. Ruined yeah, somebody said two cent, two cent. Sorry. I mean, I mean herp a derp a derp. There we go. That's <laughs> All right, so we also have the trebuchet. Um, and again, this is another design that they came out with that actually resembles to a point the, the original look. I don't want to see the original TRO artwork. I never have, never will, and I'll go out there and say most of the TRO looks like crap. I'm glad to see artists like FD and uh, whoever's doing their art, Short Painter and, you know. Shimmering uh, Sword, Short Painter, RC FD, Trump. man, some Mecha, of the best artists of these times. Mecha Master, he, that's what he goes by on DeviantArt as well. He does a lot of the stuff. So I'm glad these guys are tackling and bringing a new touch. That being said, you know, here's another design. It's a medium, basically, catapult. It's got two LRM 15s, three medium lasers. That is something to be a little bit afraid of in a medium package. So it's faster. It can hit just as hard. Uh, the only negative, obviously, doesn't have as much armor. And so, I mean, that's a problem <laughs> right there. 80 kph in a medium. That's that's nice. This might be a mech. Uh, yeah, that you'd be into, huh? Yeah, yeah, it would. And so it's got a lot of rubber and leather. Then it would be a mech you would be into, George. And if you no, guys no, 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 the... no, no, Phil would be into that. He likes all <laughs> that constraint. No, me, I like things that give me, uh, you know, smoothness bar. and yeah. Okay, maybe that. Okay, yeah, wet <laughs> bar. If you guys watch the, uh, I love the Darren. Video. Darren knows me. He's my soul brother. <laughs> okay. Oh I'm going my. Back Two hairy guys connecting on a whole nother level. Yeah, well, you don't have anyone to connect with. You got that. I don't know. Hey, hey, hey! I need to get personal. Okay, you get personal. <laughs> All right. If you watched the video last week um, with the interview, actually, I was sitting down um, with the, uh, the the Brit, the the comical Brit guy. I love his his show and stuff. Uh, the cynical Brit. Anyways, he uh, they did a thing on tactics and whatnot. It was really cool. So if you haven't checked it out, is that Total really Biscuit? Lovely. Oh, Total Biscuit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not Cynical Brit. That's another show. I think technically that's... The Sarcastic Brit? No, no, no. What is it? Something like that. Total uh, Biscuit. I do like him, yes. So dev question from the devs, and they and this was posted recently, said, if you were going to choose a map size from, for a match, would you go small maps for quick, dirty matches, double the map size for strategic encounters, or massive maps for epic length shootouts? This Post is, away and answer below. You didn't read the rest of it. This what's really cool about all of these questions again is they're asking for feedback on stuff that we want. I mean, we want more players than just Lance versus Lance. We want to be able to play against AI. We want to have bigger maps. We want more than just a Lance. And they're asking over and over questions. So I really feel like this game is gonna be all that it's it's being hyped up to be. Or actually, I think it's going to be more than what it's hyped up to be, honestly. We want it all, and we want it now. And you can always ask... Where have I heard that before? I don't know. IGP underscore Sophie on their forums questions. She's really awesome. And uh, You just say that because you like her fingernails. No, actually, I've I've actually talked to her. Me and Darren have talked to her. Oh, wait, that's not her. I like her voice as well. But wait, yeah, isn't that... That's IGP... Jessica. Jessica. No, Jessica, 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 yes. You know, IGP, Sophie. Oh, yeah, she's the kick-ass mod who will pummel you. She she has a very nice uh, French accent, 
And Does she, she? Yes. She's a Canadian, French Canadian accent. Yes, yes, and she's also a, a semi-professional gamer. Uh, what was the What was the game she was well, big she's on? Played pretty much Call of Duty, a lot of first-person yeah. shooters, and so she's like one of those chicks. You're like, oh man. Hear that, you know? man? Then she kicks your ass, and you're like, oh, <laughs> man. I got you to give away your background information. Hashtag with her. Bing Bunner. Screw that. <laughs> All right, moving on to something new, specifically BattleTech. We we talk about it with the Mech of the Week. We're going to be getting more info directly from Catalyst and start bringing you guys more info for those who oh, don't yeah. know BattleTech. Or specifically, you want to get into the board game, but you have no idea how or what or you know anything like that. Well, they've got a few links at their website. Uh, we're going to go ahead and link them. Boo's going to link it. And there's a getting started thread to tell you, hey, you can just buy the regular box set. You can get into it that way. Get familiar with it. But as well as with Battletech, not only the board game, is you have the novels. And I, I feel like the novel, you have to have a novel experience before eh. really you can get into the tabletop. Me, me personally, I think you get another appreciation for playing the game as well. No, I totally agree with you. I was saying a novel experience, the other use of the word novel. But I know, anyway, I, um, I totally agree. The novels add a, uh, a whole other dimension to the game, for me at least. Uh, you know, I'm often uh, thinking about the novels when I play these games and so forth. And also, uh, as far as Battletech the board game, we are going to be working with Catalyst to try and get you some uh, some really good giveaways as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about adding this to our uh, repertoire, the, the the board game, more of it. Speaking of which, the novels, one of the things that we're going to be working on, um, and let's say in the not-too-distant future, is a novel of the month. We're going to be bringing the book of the month back, but we're going to be actually sitting down and doing more. It's one of those things where we have to look at our time and uh, constraints and all that, but we actually want to bring you a, um, I would say, a, a podcast or even a webcast that can really deliver on the entire book. Um, that we really couldn't do with you know an hour, an hour and a half with just the podcast. So stay tuned for yes, that. Yes, we are getting the band back together, and we will be speaking books. All right, one of the cool things, MechWare Tactical Command for the iPad specifically, I think it they yeah. stated it can be played on the iPhone, but they said predominantly iPad is where you want it to go. You can play it on the iPhone if you've got a big magnifying glass. And they said... September 27th, which is on our time zone, just a few hours away, they're going live. It's like $9.99, um, and you can buy it. So if so, you're in Australia, you might already be playing it. Yeah. You might actually Unless be you have the secret code that I have, then you can play Ooh. it now. So, and for those of you who don't know, just real quick, sorry, Phil, um, Mr. George Ledoux, is reprising his role in another Mech Warrior title, and he does uh, voice acting in Tactical Command. So that, in and of itself, makes us worthy of our attention and worthy of your attention. I am not Duncan Fisher. No, you're not. But I am a major character and several others. So check fucking it out. awesome, man! That's that's that is. It really is cool. fucking awesome because there was so much drama associated with recording this. I can't even begin to tell you. But we're not going to get into that. But I really hope that this game is cool because the the script is cool. It was written by oh, Randall Bills. Yes, Randall Bills. Randall A name Bills. we all know. 
and it's it's a very cool script. I'm pretty sure it was Randall Bills and Lauren L. Coleman. I'm pretty sure yes, it was those two. Yes, 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 exactly. Phil, thank Ooh. you. And it's it's a great script. The guys there in Singapore are cool, and I wish I could talk about it more, but... You'll be able to hear it soon. That's another episode. Yeah. Sam Adams. Uncle Sam Adams is kicking my ass right now. (laughs) (laughs) We've got, uh, following more news with that, obviously, as it comes out, we'll be giving you guys the review of it. Um, I think some of you guys who do own iPads, you'll be able to enjoy it. For those who don't like me, and I won't be able to might uh, get it. People that don't like you won't be able to play it? Something like that. And next, we're going to talk about MechWare Living Legends. Make sure to visit them at mechlivinglegends.net. You can check them out. They've always got news up to date. You can actually be pretty involved in the community by creating maps, um, actual mechs. You can get on the team. A lot of uh, alpha testers and stuff are needed. And obviously, you can get on the dev team. They've got a section of join us and join the team. Post your little resume or portfolio or something like that, and uh, they'll contact you. But there's actually a lot of stuff going on in the background, and obviously they'll come out with that when they're ready. So I don't have any news news about that. But what I do have... Oh, yeah. Something something really special. So what's going to happen right now... Drum roll, please. ...is the first five people to email me, the first five with the subjects, MWO beta, will get a key. And that is at Sean Lang at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. And that's just for our live studio audience. So, so go. Five, if you're in the live studio audience and you don't have a beta key right now, email Sean Lang at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net with MWO beta key in the subject line and you will get a free beta key. I even provided the link. So the first five that have that of MWO beta will get a key and I will get that out to you as soon as I uh, can after the show. That being said, we have more beta keys, so stay tuned to our website more giveaways on that uh, we do have a lot more actually and so be ready we'll have a little bit of contest or just some feedback from you guys and yep and go. this is only the beginning big things on the way folks so hopefully with some other cooperation we'll be able to get some uh, more items sent you your way so the first five beta keys first to respond subject mwo beta first to respond other than carnage mk2 the Mark II already has an account. He's already in. All right. Moving on to Facebook. Uh, we have 690 plus likes. We're almost to the 700 marker. We're growing every day. Yeehaw. So give us a like if you're new to us. Uh, obviously, register at our website. Post on the Mech of the Week and the community questions. We ask you guys, and we try to basically answer every question we get. If it's one of those where we've already answered, we usually point you in the direction. Or if you'll also notice on Mech of the Week, they're listed in order above which mechs have already been done so make sure you check that so you're not voting for a mech that's already been voted for we'd like to thank you guys for supporting us obviously like we said earlier on the show we've got a lot of stuff going and me and darren want this to take off and obviously we are community funded so if you can set up a reoccurring donation help us out send in a donation for the unit things i think it's really cool because you got to think. You can send in a donation. You can even have Duncan Fisher do the donation voiceover and stuff like that. Darren usually uh, does that on the side. You can contact him for uh, details. Um, and, you know, you can do it for multiple weeks on end. We actually just had a unit scheduled for five weeks. It was really cool. So uh, 
you know, if you'd like that done, help out. Obviously, register your unit on the unit directory. Get your unit and its information out there. A lot of people have actually been uh, checking out units directly from there. So we don't want to let you uh, get left behind. And, and hey, I also want to say, um, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a unit ad that you get George to do. He'll do uh, any recording for you if you want it for your answering machine, if anybody has those ringtones or whatever. If you just want something that says, uh, I'm Duncan Fisher and I think you're awesome, you can do it. What the fuck? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a matter of fact. I'm a whore. Depends. You know. Depends who you I'm, ask. A, I'm a total, total no-guts-no-galaxy whore. If you want me to do that stuff, I'll do it. Because, well, I love these guys. I don't need to do this, but I'm doing it because No Guts, No Galaxy is an awesome podcast. And really, it's it's a good idea to donate to these guys because we're going to bring you this information, and who else is going to do this? Nobody. In twenty four hour turnaround, no less. Oh yeah. well, yeah. That's, <laughs> we have <laughs> that's new. <laughs> this is not twenty, not twenty four day oh. turnaround. Oh, not... <laughs> and and you're going to be supporting the Bombadil Show, which he doesn't say that, but that's what it's going to be. <laughs> the Bombadil Show is turning into uh, the Game Casting Broadcast Network show, but yes. Oh, well, how about that? And yeah, yeah. it's going to be the Phil uh, retirement show. I don't know what else is going to be. It's going to be Mr. the... will come to your house and polish and wash and polish your car. So, you know, this is... Donate really now. Say, I'm glad you said car, because I thought that was about to go somewhere else. <laughs> no. God, no. I'm not that... He will, he will polish your pole. Speaking of which... Christ. I don't care wow. what country you're from, whether it's Poland or Czechoslovakia or Germany. <laughs> we will come out there and... Polish your ass down. Yes. But anyways, guys, I'd like to say thank you to our live studio audience for coming out, our community for supporting us. We've got a lot of people who do a lot of work. Um, Adam, I'd like to thank you for the website. You're just doing an amazing job. Alex, thank you. Alex for jumping through the hoops, for Brandon for doing a lot of research and being the forum ninja troll he is, and, you know, Boo for helping, you know, coordinate things. Every one of our crew, you know, really helps in, in some way, shape, or form. Actually, and, I want to uh, say a good thank you to both Alex and uh, Darren, just because I know how long, like, friggin' ever they've been editing the last couple episodes, so thank you to them as well. Yeah. Thanks. And again... This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Catrick Hell. This is Alexia, a.k.a. Greg. And this is George. Until next time, MechWarrior. Warrior.